The champ is here. We will definitely not shut up and dribble. The champ is here. I must be the greatest. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will I not, not, not lose. lose. Yes, 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 yes. Well, welcome everybody. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with we. My name is EJ, and I got my man, MH. Yeah, he's a lockdown DB in the, the show, handling that press coverage. And we are black in sports, man, giving a voice to the culture where we won't shut up and dribble. Here we are interviewing the best, but today. You know what I'm saying? We're just going to focus on a strong topic here, man. We're giving ourselves a platform, uh, just getting it off our chest right now, all right? So covering it all, laughing it all, and just um, let's just get right into it, man. Let's do it. All right, Miles, man. Um, we've been kind of talking about just the culture of the NFL. So today we're going to just spend some time uh, talking about uh, black quarterbacks and how that's changed the game. So, I mean, I'll let you jump off what topic you want to talk, and we'll just go from there. Yeah, man. I think uh, we could say 2019 was a was a good year for the for the black quarterback. Yeah, they were calling um, it the year of the black quarterback, right? I mean, I just see damn hashtags going on for it. <laughs> Kyler Murray, rookie of the year. Uh, L. Jack, Lamar Jackson, uh, league MVP. MVP. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Pat Mahomes, Super Bowl winning. Uh, quarterback, so, your homie Pat Mahomes. <laughs> it is. Uh, it was a good year to kind of lead a clean sweep um, for the black quarterback in the evolution um, to where uh, the black quarterback hopefully soon kind of get the same respect and the same love, the same admiration um, as the white counterparts. Um, so I think it was a good year uh, in 2019. Um, you know, I think we'll see. They're kind of moving forward and, um, you know, what happens. But, you know, it's definitely an improvement from, you know, the Marlon uh, Briscoe years in 1968 where he was the first black quarterback to start a game. And he set some rookie records for the Denver Broncos. And then uh, the next year they just kind of subbed him out, got him out of there and kind of made him change positions for another, you know, to go to another team. And he had to play receiver and things like that. So, um I would say the NFL makeup is definitely uh, improved from from that aspect, um, but you know time will tell. Well, let's lock into that. Really what that quick. Looks at. Let's lock yeah. into that. Where, where where does the stigma come from? Right? Like, I mean, has it just always been that we weren't smart enough? That I think that's the first thing that came up, right? Because of the the the, the thought of what a, the quarterback position should be, right? Yeah, I mean, I think, and I don't think quarterback was necessarily the only position where. Uh, you got that stigmatism from, um, you know, I think middle linebacker uh, was kind of a thinking position. Uh, so obviously, you, you know, you have the big buckets of the world that they're kind of like the quarterback of the defense. So ah, um, okay. yeah, uh, yeah. originally you didn't really see that many black athletes in, in that position. And you go to the offensive line and, you know, the center is the next person that kind of thinks and he sets the protections and things like that. And, you know, you still don't really see that many black centers, but, you know, um, that's kind of a thinking position. And obviously the last one, the last leaf is kind of um, the quarterback um, is a thinking position. And I think even today you still get some of those, uh, you know, stereotypical kind of languages when you look at, you know, 
how people evaluate quarterbacks. Oh, that um, language you know. is, is a kicker, boy. When they yeah, <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, Aaron Rodgers can kind of get the credit for, you know, throwing off different platforms and, you know, a quarterback like you know, my guy Cam Newton or, any, you know, whatever, um, he, he may get, uh, you know, slack for having inconsistent fundamentals when, you know, playing style could be looked at the same way, just using different language, man. So it's interesting. What What's, what's kind of, Kind of your thoughts on the evolution, the language, and you know how it started. You know what, what what's been the the holdup for black quarterbacks? Well, the holdup is the stigma, right? I mean, the 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 ultimate holdup is something we've touched on before, and we've had private conversations. You know, when we're talking off show, is the makeup of the the hierarchy, right? Like, if you don't have people like you of you that understand you, you know, making those decisions, it's really hard to break that mold, right? It's hard to even um, get a shot because yeah. just the thinking. So I think that's where the main holdup goes, right? So then you got, you know, people like, well, the Raiders, right? You know, they were one of the first to, to, to do, you know, a minority quarterback, right? And then in mm-hmm. coaching, right? So right. you have that. You have people like Ozzie Newsom, who's really been – I mean, he's the one that just looked at and scouted Lamar, right? I mean, so you, you have to start, I think, up there. I think that's where it starts. And then just the links. Oh, go ahead. No, I, I'm totally agreeing with you, man. Uh, I, it, it definitely, <laughs> you kind of, you tend to look and hire people that uh, um, look like you and you can relate to on some different level. So, I, I, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, locked in. So it's just one of those things, man. We need to be a nation. I mean, this is, of course, it, it shows it's a, you know, what do you call it? A mirror or, or art imitating life type situation to where, you know, there's that fear or understanding factor just because you're not around them or, you know, you, you, you're you not, I don't know, in that world. So if you don't know something, a lot of times we fear it. So that's, yeah. I think that's one of the things uh, that, that we fall into. Um, and then yeah. just, just kind of the words that they go into, right? Like, oh, you know, he's gifted, you know, aggressive, explosive, <laughs> raw, freak of nature, you know. So that's yeah. that's that's a, a, an athlete. He's an athletic, you know, athletic part player instead of saying, mm-hmm. you know, pocket presence and, you know, arm talent and things like that when you, when you talk about, you know, other subsets of quarterbacks. So I think understanding that those languages are offensive, uh, what were we talking about? I can't even remember. We were talking about offensive language, um, but but people don't understand. Like you know, well spoken. I know was one that used to irk me <laughs> back in the day. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, it's just those descriptions that you know you think that are naturally okay way to um, describe a talent, but you're you're definitely doing it differently. And I mean, I mean, they are different. I just think we have to be weary and 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 addressed and understand that. So. So as we talk about um, evaluating talent, you know, that kind of brings the draft, right? So, you know, we also talk about coaching. There's no funnel, you know, for the next black coaches or things that come up. And and that's what, you know, you see a lot of coaches come from a coaching tree, right? They talk about the Belichick tree or, um, you know, if if you're talking about defense, you're talking about, um, why am I drawing a blank right now? Buddy Ryan and things of that nature. So... Mm -hmm. What talent is coming up in this draft? I think I mean there's there's two two quarterbacks who are um, who are black quarterbacks that are 
that are, are being evaluated and should be first or second round picks. And Jordan Love, he was quarterback at Utah State. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our boy Jalen Hurts, who started out at Alabama and um, transferred to uh, Oklahoma and, um, you know, picked up, you know, right where Baker Mayfield and Kyler Murray left off and, um, you know, kind of really produced at a high level, um, even getting them to, you know, the college football playoffs. Um, and just joining the team this spring. Um, and you talk about intellect that goes into the quarterback position. Um, I think to go to another completely different system, um, you know, you could have, you know, one that may be, may seem complex, um, uh, to, to, to some, it may seem basic to others, but to pick up a whole new offense at Oklahoma, um, and be as successful as he was. Moving in, you know, to the you know twenty eighteen, the twenty nineteen season, um, I think that makes up for intellect. And he was even voted captain at Oklahoma. Um, so Which is a I testament think that to of, him, one hundred percent, because that's just yeah. leadership, right? He's a leader, exactly, exactly. So those are the probably those are the two uh, guys that are you know coming up in the talent that's looking up, you know, for the twenty twenty draft, and you know, kind of back in the twenty nineteen, which was so such an important year. Um, I would say for the black quarterbacks, I think um, there was 12 quarterbacks that started in 138 starts. So um, that's 138 games where there was a black starting quarterback. Um, so while those numbers are growing, I think it's even more important just the style of how things happen. So, um, you know, Lamar Jackson rushed for over 1,000 yards. Um, and that, that's a style, obviously, that lends to uh, just the athletic quarterback in general. Um, and, and the fact that the Ravens kind of, um, tailored the offense and tailored the way they play to around his skill set is a testament to him, first of all, but a testament to the, the evolution of the quarterback. Um, and then Kyler Murray being, you know, some say he's 5'8". Um, and so, you know, for him to be to, – to, to Is that pushing it, though, to 5'8"? <laughs> nah, man, I mean, my man's a legit 5'10". Legit 5'10". <laughs> okay, okay. Yeah. But for him, you know, you know, it's, it's not such – you know, quarterbacks usually are that six two, six four, and got to kind of be big and sealed off the line. But for him to not only be black, but just kind of a little guy in general, a normal sized guy, and, and be successful in rookie of the year, um, that's a whole nother element of you know quarterbacks that you know, um, you know, that's a whole nother you know, you know, flock of quarterbacks that you know could be coming up in the in the timing and mo- years moving forward, and then. Uh, you know, the winner of the Super Bowl, Pat Mahomes, kind of, uh, kind of evolution the game or you know evolutionized the position in some ways. Uh, came in threw for a lot of yards his first year, and then you know his second year he came back and got hurt and came back and you know was able to throw you know sidearm and no look passes and across the field <laughs> and uh, no behind looks. the back and right um, eyes closed, you know <laughs> eyes closed and. Throw from different platforms and you know, throw sidearm and throw underarm, whatever you know, throw with his left hand. Um, that's a whole nother evolution uh, to the position. So I think it's you know it's promising because a guy like you know I mentioned Jordan Love from Utah State. You know he's got a strong arm, and one would say um, you know he's got good pocket mobility and things. But then you know some of his drawbacks have been you know his inconsistent. Uh, accuracy or, you know, some calculation errors he throws in. He doesn't see the defense well or whatever the case may be. And in the years past, that might have pushed him back to the fifth or sixth round. 
Uh, but because Pat Mahomes plays a certain way, um, you know, he's he, he's looked at as a first round or second round pick. Um, so, so I that's think what, so. So that's what. So what's his? Because um, that's what I was trying to look up and see where he was slotted to kind of get picked up. We're talking Jordan Love. Where's where is he slotted? Is he a first rounder? He's a first rounder, first start, you know, second round at the very latest. And I think Jalen Hurts, you know, who at the beginning of the year was thought to be, you know, a late round, you know, fifth, sixth round pick, he could end up, you know, being an early second round pick as well. So um, I, I think, and like I said, it's positive the trajectory of, you know, where that position is going. Um, you know, there's still work to do, but, you know, that, that's a positive, I think. Yeah, now they'll get into all the other things, right? Because he's coming from Utah, right? So that level of competition versus a Jalen Hurst, what he was playing, right? But then you talk about stature, so they'll they'll play all of those games. Um, and is that a factor? Do you believe that's a factor? Uh, I think you know Jalen Hurts. Everybody that Jalen Hurts has played <laughs> is in the NFL. <laughs> Facts. So I don't. I don't. I mean, I don't get this. You know. I think one person said, I can't remember who it was, but somebody I mentioned, like, uh, you know, could he play quarterback at the NFL level? And I'm just like, bro, the same people that's in the NFL are the same people that he's winning national champions. <laughs> just with, with Alabama and the same people that he's playing at Oklahoma. It's, it's not like, they, you know, there's some nuclear people that play in the NFL, the same people. Um, so I think he'll be fine. Okay. Uh, and, then, and then Jordan Love, uh, you know, there might be a learning curve, but, you know, you know, Pat Mahomes played at Texas Tech, so that's not exactly you know, the stronger, yeah, right. the, the most elite program in the world. Um, so here's your hot you take. Know. Here's your hot take. Okay, Jordan, yeah. Jordan Love to the Patriots. What you think about I that? I, I don't think that's a hot take. Think, I, don't, I don't really think that's a hot take. Think I, that's I think, a good look. I think it's a good look. I think the look would be him backing up Cam Newton for a couple years, but that's Ooh. that's a whole nother. That's what I. I Ooh, hope, now mean, there's your hot take right there. Yeah, I think Cam Newton's going to be the quarterback for the New England Patriots. That's my hot take. So do I you think it. that Boston is ready for a black quarterback? Uh, I don't think Boston has a has a, a, a choice. A vote. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't think they really have a vote, man. As <laughs> as as questionable as Boston is, sometimes they've kind of been, you know. As far as sports, they, they, you know, the Celtics has kind of been the leaders in, for, you know, black athletes into the NBA game. Um, so I don't really think they really have a vote of what, if, you know, um, who's the quarterback, or if, whether he's black or white. Now, it's, <laughs> it's going to be a definite <laughs> change from Tom Brady to Cam Newton in a lot of different ways. A lot of different uh, ways because Cam be looking but, like somebody's auntie sometimes when you uh, podium, man. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, and he's <laughs> and he is not uh, afraid to let anybody know how he feels. Um, how he feels. Uh, so that's going to be a change. But I think all the things line up. I think if you look at Cam Newton's stats, I actually just saw this not too long ago. But he's had some of his best games, or if you look at his career makeup, has come against Bill Belichick and the Patriots. Um, so Bill Belichick kind of speaks highly of him. He doesn't really speak highly of that many people. Right. Um, period. Um, uh, what's my, what's the quarterback co- coordinator? I'm losing his name. Josh McDaniels, McDaniels. the coordinator uh, for the Patriots. Yep. Uh, he, 
he's been like a fan of SEC kind of playing mobile quarterbacks. I mean, yeah, he drafted Tim Tebow in the first round when he was the head coach of the Broncos. So, <laughs> I mean, things are, to me, a line up for Cam Lewis to be there. Uh, with the Patriots. So that's, that's just my hot take on that. I like that. I like that. So we're probably going to bounce back and forth on these couple topics. So since you talked about um, putting a system around these quarterbacks, right, with, uh, you know, the times we're in with the, um, you know, the pandemic going on, um, it slowed down and halted a lot of sports and just the operation of sports, right? So a lot of times us as fans or, you know, uh, people that are um, just lay people of the of the industry, we don't understand all the things that go on the back end of sports, you know, we were just all excited about the draft, but don't understand that the months and the work of prepping and combine and research and stat and, you know, tactics, war rooms, you know, to get prepared. How do you feel that's going to affect the black quarterback? And only reason I ask this, I give you just a little bit of my kind of flavor is that, you know, anytime you get a quarterback, the thought is you get a quarterback and you build around them. Right. Mm-hmm. You, you set mm-hmm. up for what their strength is and well, and not any just any quarterback doesn't matter, you know, race right now. Right, We're just talking any quarterback you build and put the, the, the tools around them for them to be successful. Right. Yeah. Not having that. How big a deal is that? Or is it no big deal? Am I making too much of it? No, I think it's a I think it's a big deal, um, but I'm going to be glad to have full person. OK. <laughs> I think it's a, it's a, it could be a positive for the black quarterback just because the way the game is kind of, um, it's kind of revolving a little bit, evolving. I'm so sorry, um, that a lot of things, the game is, uh, the game rules have changed a little okay. bit the way you play, so the quarterback is more protected, um, which kind of would, you know, if you want to just be stereotypical, it leads, leads your hand to, you know, a mobile quarterback being, can be more effective early in the season um, just because the game, you can keep them safe. Oh, they have the that rules. out, right? Like, they have right. that out, like, yo, yeah. you know, do your progression and get the hell out of the pocket. Right. So, a guy like, you know, Jalen Hurst, not that I think he's going to come in and start anywhere uh, right off the bat, but, you know, he, he may be able to, you know, get some get get your team out of some negative plays early in the season just because maybe timing is off just because of a short um, offseason or whatnot. Um, All right, so I think that, I'm, I'm going to be glass out full on that Okay, one. so I'm going to drink, you know, some of that, uh, that red blend you have in your cup and say <laughs> Belichick really doesn't change his stuff. He's a plug-and-play type of person. So now let's take your Cam Newton, and, and does he change much for Cam Newton, or does Cam Newton come in and, and, and fulfill the Patriot way? I, I think he will change for Cam Newton. Okay. I think Bill Belichick does. I, I'm a Bill Belichick fan as a guy that used to coach football and uh-huh. just kind of respects him as a coach. I think he does what's necessary to win. I think that's one of his strengths is he's not uh, – what's the word I'm looking for? Rigid. Really stubborn. Rigid. Yeah. They're he, stubborn. I, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think he changed the way. I mean, he had two tight ends. He was like the first to be you know innovative with – Using tight ends differently with Aaron Hernandez and you know, oh I shouldn't have said him first but uh, <laughs> Gronkowski right probably should have let off with or but, you know using yeah. midgets as slot receivers and stuff like that yeah so yeah. I started to use them and then you know 
And then later on in this last couple of years, he's been still using a fullback and running the ball. And um, he's been keeping fullbacks yeah. alive in the, in the NFL. Yeah, yeah. So I, him and John I, Gruden. I think, yeah, correct. Uh, I just think he 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 will tailor things, you know, a certain way to be successful to you know whatever his quarterback skill set is. I don't I don't think he's as rigid as you know you you have to fall into this box. That's just my. Okay. Bill Belichick on him specifically, specifically. Okay. So there might be some other coaches that think differently, but for him, yeah, I think he's willing to to bend a little bit. All right, so that's coaching, right? But isn't there, you know, the because one of the things you did kind of touch upon is the timing, right? Offense is about timing. That's why always defense always looks a lot better early in any season, whether you have a full off season or not, because defense mm-hmm. is you know reaction, right? We have to react to whatever. There's only a certain amount of things you can do. And we react to the ball. Um, so not having that timing, whether you're a – and there's not going to be too many, um, you know, first-year people that start other than what? Burrow? Be the, one of the, the – the, the, Burrow or maybe uh, – what's his name? Uh, uh, Herbert. Herbert, yeah. Yeah, from Oregon. So, yeah, okay. I'm I'm, 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 looking, I'm locked in with you. Okay, with so – you know, I think that that's that, right? So hopefully, of course, we're just a shortened period of, of you know, that doesn't affect, you know, the NFL like it's affecting a lot of other people. But it's still a timing thing. And if you're talking about timing um, and uh, overhauling your system, I mean, that's a lot. And I definitely don't think that'll affect the play of the game early on. I agree. Okay. <laughs> you know, I Cause think. Because that's, that's a lot. Like, I, I get you know, certain places, no, I'll 100% agree with you, a Belichick situation, like, we're right. going to figure this out. Like, if we got to, <laughs> whatever scheme got, we got to come up with, if, if I got to put on third downs. <laughs> if I got to take somebody else's practice, we're going to figure this out. <laughs> right, you know. Yeah. So, uh, you know, but aside from that, you know, um, I'm, are there, why am I drawing a blank? There's no major coaching changes, right? I'm trying to do a quick run what are, I mean, there's there's a few. I mean, I think the Giants have a new Giants, coach. Giants, yes, yes, yes. They got a new system. Um, damn, I'm, I'm drawing a blank. Right, as I was well. trying to, but you know what I'm saying. So now you're adding another but, layer <laughs> to, to, to to that. So it's going to be interesting. It's definitely going to be interesting. And you know how these war rooms go, and, and, and what which way they go. And I hope it doesn't affect. Um, you know, so you got we got two, and you believe they both will go. Uh, talking about uh, Jalen and um, and Jordan. Uh, that's two yep. J's. That's funny. Um, I hope they do both go, uh, just to add to that list, uh, the, the number that we have um, in the NFL, because it's just great to kind of see it uh, moving forward. I mean, here's, you know, not to really change subjects, but I guess here here would be the next evolution for me after the 2019 year uh, of the black quarterback. Here will be what I'm looking at to see the level of, um, I guess, improvement, you know, totally. So, um I, we we talked about Cam Newton. We brought right. him up, um, and he's a free agent. So I, let's compare like Cam Newton to like uh, I don't know Alex Smith. So Alex Smith was, you know, a is number one comp? draft. Oh, okay, number one. Okay, go give me the comp. I think Cam Newton is a lot better, but you know they both run mobile quarterbacks. You know they were both number one. Um, they both have had some injuries, um, and they both uh, have been franchise quarterbacks at you know at one point in time. We'll put it that way, but. Alex Smith, franchise quarterback, you know, with the 49ers, he gets, you know, Kaepernick comes in and um, 
you know, takes his spot real quick, and then he gets shipped off to Kansas City, but he has another opportunity to lead a franchise, and, you know, he's probably tired of black quarterbacks. Then, uh, yeah, he, <laughs> he, he, he's not Pat, having it right now. And at least life year ones, and Pat Mahomes come in and, yeah, you know, take on. I mean, it's just fact is fact. But Pat Mahomes comes in and takes his job, and then he's with the Redskins, and uh, I think he had that nasty leg break, so he didn't really play. But he had an opportunity. He was starting for the Redskins, and then, you know, they drafted um, their black well, I can't think of his name right now. Um, uh, Haskins. So, yeah. Dwayne yeah. Haskins. Dwayne Haskins. So they, they've uh, – he's probably not as fond of black quarterbacks. But, <laughs> but my point is, is that he's had multiple opportunities to have, you know, multiple chances of being a franchise quarterback. So a guy like – Cam Newton, um, or a guy like Jameis Winston, who have you know expired their time at their first spot, do they get that another chance to lead another team uh, for another couple of years? Or is it a situation like um, I hope my man Teddy Bridgewater to get into, where he's now you know the starting quarterback for the Carolina Panthers, but is he just like a guy that's there you know for three games, and then you know the next. You know, Justin Herbert comes in. And he's you know the you know Panthers draft Justin Herbert. He comes in. and He's a starting quarterback for the rest of the season. And Teddy Bridgewater is looking for another job. You know, same thing that kind of happened to Tyrod Taylor with the Cleveland Browns. Um, so to me, that is the next step. Do those guys get multiple uh, opportunities, you know, spots, opportunities to be franchise quarterbacks? Well. And time will tell. So there we go. There's another coaching change, right? So you have um, your boy goes to uh, Washington, and then the Panthers have the new coach. So exactly, exactly. So now you have a new coach, new quarterback, and remember they mm-hmm. brought the uh, what was his name uh, Walker uh, from the XFL. So they have a starter and a backup. They're both black quarterbacks, yep. both mobile quarterbacks. So yep. I don't think they're going to draft a quarterback. So well, we. We don't know that. Oh, you know? You, you're right. Gotta, yep, you bring him you know, in camp and let him compete. No, that's that's facts. That's definitely yeah, facts. You don't know. You don't know. He might have somebody that wants to grow in the system with him. That somebody that he could tailor from you know top to bottom. Teddy Bridgewater's already been in the league for a little bit. Um, the Walker kid from the XFL. You know he's he's had a pass. Maybe he just wants somebody free. You don't know. I don't know what these guys think. No, but you know we'll 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 see what happens. Guys get multiple opportunities. Does Jacoby Brissett uh, get another chance? You know, with the guy with you know the quarterback with the coach, he came in an impossible position. Hey, Andrew Luck, first game of the season. Hey, man, I don't think I really want to play this yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, All I'm right, gonna the- take my ball and go home. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jacoby, go in there. All oh, right, see, well, you know go. what I mean. Good luck. All right, yeah. <laughs> And this is Let and us it, know how it goes. And this is Luck's offense, so um, you know we, yeah. we'll figure some shit out later. Yeah, that's a well, well. That's what everybody's talking, right? You know, not just the black quarterbacks, just quarterbacks in general. There's a surplus, and for you to be like getting maneuvered this year when there's some good talent coming out of the draft, it's just shit's tough. And if like you don't have a spot right now, you know, like Cam needs to get a job in the next week. Like next week, we need to hear where he lands because you know we're in we're in April next week. And the draft yeah. is getting closer, and it goes that switch from who's left, him and Winston, right? They're both, I believe, on that same dolly, you know, the lazy Susan where we're spinning around saying, okay, which one we're going to take. And yeah. if they don't take what's Zoom, man, it, it may be a wrap for him. 
So, See, yeah. but that's my point. So, that's so, so back to so, back to, so your original question like, is free agency, right? So we're talking free agent quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Will they get another chance? It's I, I say they, they better. You, you think, think so? Cam you Newton? think better? Cam Newton and Jameis Winston. Okay. Okay. Mister Thirty for Thirty. If, <laughs> Real if talk, Thirty Kirk, for Thirty. <laughs> if Kirk Cousins and Alex Smith can get jobs. Tim Newton and Jameis Winston should be able to get a starting job in the NFL. I, I would, yeah, they should be able to get a starting job. So I think it's timing too. And this is, ooh, this will lead up to our, our next kind of thing I want to wrap to you about. But it's timing, man. Um, this is not a time, like I said, for for you to be out looking for a job where, you know, people's office doors aren't readily open. You know, so, so you can't go in and see him. You got a draft that's leaming on you that's closing your timing window, right? Yep. The, if, I think next week is the next week, maybe pushing into the week after, right? Like, so, like in the next two weeks, um, getting getting that locked in because if not, I think they're SOL. And, well, let me ask you this with, is, with, with Joe Burrow, you put them together, Joe Burrow on James Winston, okay. right? Who's better for your team? We just talked about the offseason be short. And, you know, who will be better for your team starting? Joe Burrow uh, or, or Jameis Winston, if you're a Cincinnati Bengal? If you're a Cincinnati Bengal, it's easy mm-hmm. for me. It's Joe Burrow. No and question. Because because the rest of your team is garbage, and you got to build the rest of your team with a quarterback. So you didn't really give me any other parameters, but just ask me. So like, let's just run down what it is. So if you're talking about picking up Joe Burrow, right? He's a Ohio kid thing, you know, right. Okay. You know, you know, all the things, right. He just won the national championship. You know, wait, hold on. Sorry about, sorry about, sorry about. I'm going to let you continue, but you You don't let me finish. (laughs) You don't let me finish, but, but Beyonce had the best. Okay. What? No, you just had to throw in this Ohio. I just noticed that was, that was the first, oh, you know. There you go. I'm bullet point st- through in there. But listen, that's strategically understood. Like I'm a marketing guy, you know what I mean. So from a marketing okay. fan okay. perspective, and you know, we really haven't talked about whose ass on the the GM's ass is on the line too. So don't come up in here making and taking gambles because short year or not, you fuck up. <laughs> you may not have a job at the come the end of the year, right? So from a GM perspective, if I can't get Jameis Winston in an office and sit down with me and make sure, you know, during this, these pandemic times, he ain't stealing crab legs or, you know, jumping he already said he got, <laughs> my man said he got his eyes fixed. Right. So let's, let's put that. But he, he said, he, in passing, he, said way, he had his eyes fixed, but has anybody, you know, <laughs> sat down and, and, and did a little eye test <laughs> with him? Like, can we I'm get sure him he, out here doing targets? You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm sure he can send the results. Yeah. Surgeries go bad, homie. Surgeries go bad. <laughs> so for me, I'm going to put it out there. No, if it's me as a GM and as a team overall, you know, you're going with the golden boy and like, you know, the the, the road less traveled. And if he's a bus, you deal with it later. But, you know, okay, so all, here, all, let me all, no, all, In drafts, right? In drafts, you always take the best available off the board. Okay. That, which is fine. Who, and who's to say that he's the best available talent? But here, here, here's where I'm coming from. Let's go. Okay? Because I'm, I'm going to come a different angle, right? If I'm compared to two. So Joe Burrow, did he have a long list of success in college? Or was it more of just, you know, a Man. hot year last year? Hey, what I said, okay. it's timing. Here. He's hot okay. now. 
He's hot. Hey, Tommy. we talked. We talked about this before we got on the phone. Uh, life is that's trends. Fine. Life is all about trends. And these uh, are that's true, right? That's so true. Continue. Okay. What else you got for me? Uh, who was he playing with? You could argue that he had the Blazikov winner in Jamar Chase. Yeah, and he's going to the NFL, which recruits the percentage of the percentage of okay, great people. So he's going who, to elite people. Continue. I'm going to give you some is, better shit. Keep going. Who are the receivers on his team? I'm I'm talking to you. Give me the receivers on his team right now that he's going to be throwing to. He's got who AJ. Blocking he's got AJ. Okay. <laughs> they One, franchise tagged his ass. And the so draft. Just, wait, 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 double, wait, 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 and, and the draft is coming up and we're heavy in, uh, receivers in this draft as well. So, okay. so, so he, they're okay. good. what else All you got right, for so me? It's a shortened season, right? Our shortened off season. Yes. All right. We, we said that he's a rookie quarterback. So the game's already going to be moving at a different speed for him anyway. Right. Except his dad is a coach, you know. He's been in the game uh, for a while, you know. He he he's a different guy. He's a different count. He's a different talent, man. You know, this is a once in a generation type guy, possibly. I don't I don't agree with that. I don't uh, either, man. I just just throwing shit out there. <laughs> <laughs> who's, who, who's blocking for buddy? You know he's okay. sem- he's semi mobile though. <laughs> okay, so still. <laughs> All right, man. So. I mean, I get Have it. You ever, yeah. Okay. So that's what that's what I'm saying. So if I'm comparing it to, and I'm and I don't necessarily believe it. But you are telling me you're going to take Jameis Winston over him? Come on, I don't I, believe that no, for no. a fucking minute. I'll take them both. I'll take them both. You can't. There's not. A, well, they probably could. They have the the space, I think, to take both because they don't have yeah. shit nobody else on their roster. Joe, Joe, you can come chill out for a year, man. We didn't have no off season. We couldn't. We couldn't really get you going. Um, Jameis, come on here. And, and come play. Nah, I'm not putting uh, Jameis Winston in, in the cold. You just, I'm, I'm you just don't like Jameis. No, I love Jameis. He went to Florida. You know what I'm saying? I spent some time in Florida, too. He's a Florida boy. So, okay. so yeah, but he's been a Florida boy. So, I'm not bringing him into the cold temperatures of Cincinnati where it gets depressingly cold. And, nah, I, I just I just don't think it's a fit for him. Not right now. All right, well, I, I would agree. With, with all the things you <laughs> just I'm said, th- like, who's he throwing to, right? Like, now you're going to force this man to make other decisions. The biggest thing for him was the decision-making, right? That's what they're knocking him for. Yeah, he's a leading passer. He was, what, tied with Brady for other ratings and all of that good stuff. But his decision-making is why he's 30 for 30. So if I'm going to put him in a situation where I have s- subpar talent around him, it's not a good look. Yeah, all right. I, I, I hear you. You I gave just, you gave me that argument. Nah, moving on. I don't. So free agency. <laughs> I think the clock is ticking, and I feel bad for Jameis because you know he can't get that time uh, to where because he had it. I believe in Tampa. Bruce Arians is supposed to, is damn near quarterback whisperer, right? And gave him the rope to hang himself. And you know that's probably a bad analogy to use with black quarterbacks, but you know he gave yes. him <laughs> he, he gave him you know. He gave them ample opportunities, and you know it's just a tough time right now for him. Um, sure, I, I think Cam is next on the on the on the clock because um, there's just so many people out there, right? Like Tyrod Taylor, he's just starting in San Diego, but is San Diego going to hold on? Hold on. Come on, Cam Newton and Tyrod Taylor, and I love Tyrod, but that's, but that's not a comparison. I'm not no, but I'm just saying who's still left out there, man. That like still have to worry and if there's going to be some juggles. Cause like Tyrod is right now, currently you're starting quarterback for San Diego Chargers, or Cam excuse Newton, me or LA Chargers, well, whatever the hell they are. <laughs> Cam Newton, 
Jameis Winston, I'm, I can, I'm with you on that. I, you know, Jameis, we'll, we'll see. Uh, but Cam Newton, he, he will be starting for somebody next year. No, no doubt in my mind about it. Okay. Outright, or is he going to have to beat something? Is he going to bring in camp and they're going to bring somebody in? All right. Okay. I hope so. I really, hey, like our like our show says, man, we're rooting for everybody's black. Yeah. Um, all right, to jump into probably the last topic, but, um, oh, <laughs> since we're bringing it up, uh, Kaepernick coming back next year. <laughs> you know how I feel about Kaepernick. It's cool, man. It's, you, it, it, it's, it's a wrap. It, it's America. Yeah. <laughs> it's America, Jack. I love, I love, <laughs> correct. I love what you stand for, man. I'm with you. But it's, it's past. It's cool. It's all good. All right. So, um, I'm trying to think, was there anyone else? Because we got a slew of backups. Oh, so. What are they going to do with Huntley? Is he just now not Huntley? I was thinking of, I don't know why I was thinking of Huntley, but um, we were just talking Huntley, about Huntley's still a backup. Yeah, he's a backup he's at Arizona, but I'm saying what's going to happen with uh, Jacoby? I don't know. Right? Like, are they going to release? <laughs> I don't know. Release him, or is he just going to go back to backup? Like, you know, you had a good, you had one year, yeah, good run. Yeah, we're going to keep you on it because this contract is ridiculous now, right? Didn't they pay him like a a starter? Well, they did. They you know what they, they modified kind of, it or adjusted. Yeah, it. they kind of set him up in a certain way. So like they they gave him a good contract, and it was like a kind of like a short deal. So it was like, okay, if he if he makes it as a starter, okay, cool. We got him under contract for like two years or whatever, and he's at a good price. If he doesn't make it, well, it's not hard to cut him. So they kind of kind of hedged their bets a little bit with the Colts. I guess a smart business move, but we'll see, man. I don't, I don't know what Jacoby is. I don't know. I just, I feel bad that Jameis Winston and Cam Newton are in the same sentence as Jacoby Brissett. <laughs> not, not outside of them being both black, all three of them being black quarterback. I just think there's another level. Like those are two Heisman Trophy winners, are um, national championship winners, and Jacoby Brissett. I, you know, nah, come on, it's. <laughs> to me, that's just a little disrespectful, but it is what it is. It is what it is. All right, so in talking about contracts, you know, we know one quarterback who's happened to be a black quarterback who is in the news about his contract is Dak Prescott. And we've definitely posted on our page some jokes and memes about the Cowboys because, you know, they're the Cowboys. And uh, <laughs> I'm waiting for you to get mad here and interject. Yeah, I'm, you know, it's not saying that. <laughs> Didn't say nothing. But uh continue. But uh let's talk about Dak and his contract, man. Give me your thoughts mm-hmm. about it as a as a you know, resident Dallas Cowboys fan. Yeah, I think the deal gets done, no doubt about it. No um, doubt. I think the yeah, I think the franchise tag just allowed him to um you know, get more time to negotiate. Disrespectful um, at all? I guess you could view it that way. Um, okay. he's a, he's, he's been a quarterback. He's won a division multiple times. Um, he has a winning record. Uh, he's a leader of a franchise. Uh, you guys got him at a discount rate early. So you got some discount years. Discount. Under anyway. He's only made $4 million for, yeah. <laughs> like that's he's a stand-up guy. Yeah. Hell like, of a discount. Like, yeah. Like, so I, I guess you could look at it as disrespect. I just kind of look at that negotiation. Oh, um, okay. My, Okay, my, spoken my, like a my boy, fan. <laughs> my boy Shannon Sharp, um, 
from half of the one, undisputed. Uncle Shannon. Uncle Shannon, he always says, you know, he says you work with you can negotiate. So I think kudos to Dak uh, for understanding his work uh, and then letting this, you know, the CBA kind of play out um, and understand what he can sign for. So right now he's he's set to make thirty three million uh, a year just under the franchise tag, and then you know he's kind of negotiate. I think Russell Wilson makes thirty five million uh, a year. I think Dak Prescott is going to come out of this thing. Uh, the highest paid player in the NFL. Yeah, that's what they're talking, man. I mean, yep. and and that's what we've talked about, I think, all throughout today is just timing. And he, hey, you, you, he's hey, he is negotiated, like you said, his worth. He's played the game where people said, you know, um, while others set out, right? Because look, Zeke set out, and he had yeah. a different, he had a dis- different circumstance, right? Because now the league's evolving in how they feel about running backs and the time and how much they pay running backs. So, which is a whole nother that's issue, a whole but, nother issue right um yeah. but yeah he was faced of what to do if he did it right and you know playing another year and under you know a subpar contract and so that's why i was just saying the whole disrespect paying everybody else before you pay and, and it's not like they did other quarterbacks like that i mean only quarterback i guess you know you hear him talk about now that's gotten somewhat of this treatment was um your boy, Kurt Your boy, Cousins. Kurt. Yeah. Money, 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 Kurt. <laughs> you like that? <laughs> <laughs> He's like the only one that's kind of gotten that type of treatment from a team. That was more a maybe personal clash with, with yeah. ownership. Um, yeah. But other than that, in the quarterback position, you usually take care of them, especially if they're not headaches. So, okay, so let's take it like that. So, Kurt Cousins was a headache or there was some kind of rift maybe that was in, in, in management. I don't know. That's just kind of, I, I don't know. They just, <laughs> they didn't like her. They didn't really believe in her. I guess the, the only question is like, you know, do the, you know, do the Cowboys, you know, do they have some, um, hold ups about Dak Prescott and his production? I wouldn't say Dak Prescott is the best quarterback in the league. As a Cowboys fan, or just as a football fan, I wouldn't say that. Um, but I, I would say I can look at Dak Prescott and say, you know what, that dude's going to win a Super Bowl at some point. However, look, it may not look the, the prettiest. It might not look like you know Mahomes winning it, but he's going to win a Super Bowl at some point. And that just might be me as a Cowboys fan hoping. No, uh, I mean, but no. I can literally see him. I will call you out when you have that cowboy blindness about (laughs) attempting to look at certain things. I'll definitely call you out with the fact that Dak has improved each year. Like he is someone that like, yo, let me take this to the lab and and, and work on improving myself. And I believe his numbers, I don't have his numbers. I guess I could pull them out really quick, but he's improved, you know, every year. And he is taking the team further than your last quarterback that you've you know, rode, rode, into the, rode into the sunset with, you know? We're not going to disrespect Romo. I'm not going to allow <laughs> to disrespect Romo. But I will say, I will say, I can look at that press guy and say he's a Super Bowl winning quarterback. And I know two people who are rooting for him to be the highest paid person in the NFL. Who's got contracts coming up next? <laughs> <laughs> My man, Mr. Mahomes and uh, Deshaun Oh, Washington. yes. Oh, yes. They, they are rooting. They are, if they are if rooting anybody root for everybody, it's like them brothers are rooting. Like, yo, set the new the new minimum. 
Yeah, I think I saw Pat Mahomes in a, a Dak Prescott jersey the other day. So. <laughs> That's hilarious. Rocking that shit. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, it seems that usually your, your man Jerry Jones loves his players and he does right by them. It just seems like he's dragging his feet, which is causing, you know, more of a concern than it should be. But then again, he's also a marketing business genius and loves to just have his name in America's mouth because he thinks, you know, this is America's team or whatever. This is America, Jack. So he thinks that, like, he's always, like, wants to be top of mind, top of the news, keep the Cowboys, you know, in in the talk. So, you know, maybe it's a little bit of a ploy from him as well. As well he should. It's America's team. Oh, man, get out of here, man. I think I did. Jack. ain't trying to hear that (laughs) stuff, man. I think at the end of the day, he's going to be the highest paid. But my question with Dak doesn't necessarily mean or is it necessarily with his contract negotiation. Okay, I think that's going to get done. Um, my question is more about like after he's done playing football. That that's kind of and, and what does he get after he's done? So you like mean, if life you look after at sports, the, like what he's going? Oh my! Get into? Oh yes, yeah, so the count. Not saying that Dak even wants to do this, but you know Tony Romo, he's CBS's lead guy. That's crazy. He's Fox lead guy. Don Meredith was a Monday Night Football guy for a while. So yeah, like, Witten, Witten, not, <laughs> but was in the booth too. Yeah, Witten was a Monday Night, you know, and that's and I's so, a Raider. <laughs> that's funny, which is hilarious as well. Uh, but. Yeah, that, that would be my question moving forward to how Jerry Jones. Uh, you know what those opportunities are for Dak after playing, but as far as him playing now, getting the deal, I think it's going to be done. I think another smart thing that Dak has done, whoever his people are, man, he must have hired same got the same people LeBron got because they're really like you know On forward it. thinking of this. Yeah, so, so they're waiting this out. They're waiting it out. Go ahead. No, no, no. I want to hear this. I thought the holdup was like the years. So obviously the Cowboys want to say five to six years or whatever, you know. So do you Dak think Mike like, McCarthy was anything? Because um, y'all have a new head coach. So do you think that was any of the holdup? Nah, I, I, I think Matt, Mike McCarthy is a puppet. excuse me. Oh, he's yeah. a puppet. <laughs> yeah, he's a puppet. He's a good coach, but I just think he's a puppet. So, okay. it, it, you know, it is what it is. Um, but I think if you negotiate Dak for four years, he's 26 now, he – you know, he gets to year three or four of that contract. He's twenty nine, thirty. That's another four to six year contract extension right there, um, just because the life of a quarterback normally. Right. So he's got this is his first of two big contracts, probably if he negotiates it right. So kudos to his team, man. He knows he's he knows what they're doing. Nice. All right, so I guess America's team. We'll we'll, we'll see, but I I agree he will end up being the top paid, and the deal's going to get done. So yeah. I'm just really, really, really ready, ready for football, man. Well, um, man, anything else you want to kind of chop up or throw in? You know, talking about um, you know, our our melanin, um, you know, group of quarterbacks here leading the NFL. No, I'm good, man. I think uh, if you okay, let's just end up with this. You know, I like to have these random like top five things. Who would be if you were to pick top five quarterback, black quarterbacks? would that be in the air okay so top five black quarterbacks i'm no in no order because that's in no order because you know i'm coming off the top of the dome here um 
for me, I'm going to start off. And the reason we're going to start off, because we're all going, always going to wish, um, you know, our pastor, you know, our quarterback <laughs> at our church, uh, mm-hmm. uh, Randall L. Today's his birthday, the, the day we're filming. So uh, happy birthday, Randall. So happy we're going gonna, gonna, gonna to put him out. So Randall, Warren Moon, um, Lamar. Mm, okay. Um, oh, I'm a. I'm 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 kind of struggling here. Uh, not that cold ever. <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely not. Yeah, kind of rest where we were. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. Um, ah. Uh. I can't believe you said Dante Culpepper. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to go with um, Mike Vick is on there for me. And, Absolutely. Um, number five. I, I'm battling between old and new, and you know, like legendary, and uh, I, I'm I'm gonna put Doug Williams in there. Okay, that's my five. Go. What you got for me? I got uh, obviously Michael Vick. Okay. Pastor Cunningham. Yep. Warren Moon, who I think is probably the best quarter ever, but that's okay. But that's be three for me. Okay. So um, we, we agree on those three. I will go, he said Lamar. I'm not going to go with Lamar, but, you know, rest in peace, I'm going to go with Steve McNair. Oh. Okay. He would be in the top four for me. And then if he's on his current trajectory, I just have to put Pat Mahomes in there. Interesting. Okay. All right. Not bad. I think we did a I think we did a great job there. You know, celebrate the past and, and, and some of the future. I agree, man. I agree. Hey, just another little tidbit. Um Undefeated had a great um kind of series or something uh, on the black quarterback. So if you get a chance, it was called, it was called year of the black quarterback. So I think it's yep. probably on um, their, um, on their website. So you can go to the undefeated.com and, you know, look for year of the black quarterback. I think that was definitely dope thing. Um, it was dope. Yeah, man. I really enjoyed that. Um, other than that, man, we're definitely rooting for you. Thank you for checking out the show. Um, you know, comment, let us know what topics you want to hear about. You know, we're on all platforms, uh, black and sports, YouTube, IG, Twitter. Um, give us feedback on Apple, Spotify, iHeart, whatever your favorite podcast is. And, um, just know, um, we're rooting for you. Son, you're too eager. You ain't having it good. Me either. Let's get together and make this whole world believers, huh? Admire Raymond screaming. All us blacks got it sports and entertainment until we even.